Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. And so, with Carson Wentz hurt, and we'll find out more probably today, but we don't know. I mean, perhaps the Colts are in jeopardy of missing the playoffs after making <gasps> it last year with Phillip Rivers under center. Since the NFL playoffs expanded to 12 teams in 1990, each season has featured at least four new playoff teams from the previous year. That includes at least five new playoff teams in each of the last five seasons. Let's keep that in mind. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Shay Cornette, Bart Scott, filling in for the guys. You look confused. Because if I'm correct, it's an extra playoff spot available this year, too. Well, last year there was. Two wild cards. Oh, it's not an extra one? There's an extra game in the regular season, but last year they added oh. the extra game. Oh, so we're okay. used to, we're used to the extra okay. playoff game this let, year. Let me hit the refresh button. In my Sorry, brain. I got you. That's what I'm here for. Okay, so then here's the question because we got the Hall of Fame game on Thursday, right? Yep. Like NFL preseason is underway. We're about a month out now from the regular season kicking off, and so what team that missed the playoffs last year ooh, ooh, is ooh, going ooh, to make ooh, it ooh. this year, or perhaps which team's got the most pressure to make it this year after missing the playoffs last year? Bart, uh, you in the front row? Well, I can give you one. Um, I think you can definitely pencil in the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, I thought Jimmy for G's sure you were going to go Cowboys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I you believe. that well. I, I don't know if I believe in them Cowboys. What? You, I mean, because you got you listen, you got the Washington football team, and I'm telling you, them Giants got something going on with Danny Dimes, aka Junior Whopper hands. I'm leaving. I mean, have you not like been beating the Cowboys drum for the last two weeks about how good the defense is going to be no, on paper? Be, they I, could have one of the best. Now hold on. It, it can now be. you're changing your tune. Now they're the third best team in the NFC East. And I'm just saying, Washington is going to be much improved with Fish Magic. If Fish Magic shows up and not Fish Tragic, that team is going to be electric because this guy is like evolution. You know what I mean? I don't know if you ever seen how big his head is and how smart he is, but he can hit <laughs> you with a book. You know, and he can he can listen. Fish Magic can get on fire, and that defense may arguably be the best defensive line that we've seen since. Um, um, the uh, I believe the Pat Swilling, you know, type of um, Saints when they had ten guys that all had over ten sacks or more. You know what I mean? They had forty sacks or more underneath four players. You know that hasn't been done since that that team. Okay, so you're not taking the Cowboys. Instead, you're going to take the Forty ers By the way, if you want to weigh in at home, give us a call eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Which team that made the playoffs last season is not going to make it this year, or which team that missed is going oh. to make it this year? And you say the Forty ers And so, why the Forty ers Will they be back in the playoffs this year? They also have a very competitive division. Yeah, but they were seven and nine last year with almost more injuries than anybody to key players. Right, D four was. In injured. Uh, Nick Bosa was injured. Their quarterback was in, injured. And yet they still fi- figured out a way to rattle off not, uh, seven wins, I believe. So you think about that in the defense and, you know, all the upgrades that they've been able to do on the offensive side of the ball. They didn't really need to go get a quarterback, but, you know, it was a luxury pick. And I think eventually, like near the end of the year, they're going to add maybe, you know, add, add um, I forget his name again. See, I mess up again. No. What? Who are, you, who, who are you trying to say? Trey Lance? Yeah, Trey Lance. Trey go. Lance. Trigger. <laughs> I call him Trigger. I got you. <laughs> okay, well, they didn't necessarily need a quarterback, but they obviously needed to add some depth at that position because Jimmy G just – I mean, he can't, he can't stay healthy. Stay healthy like, right. let's just call he's, it what it is. Carson Wentz. I don't know who's um, unbreakable, you know, and who, who's – you know, him or, or, or Carson Wentz. Um, that's a really good point. Okay, so uh, – but Jimmy G, when he's healthy, they win. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. When Jimmy G feels good, the 49ers can go out and win some ball games. But in, in terms of them taking Trey Lance, they obviously went out and got Trey Lance. This didn't just, like, fall on their lap. They moved up to go get him because they needed some insurance at the quarterback yeah. position. Nonetheless, I will wholeheartedly agree with you in the fact that I think the 49ers are going to make the playoffs this year. My second one, my, like, 2A, yeah. easily the Patriots. 
Like, yeah. like no question about it. And I think there is so much pressure that we're not talking about for the Patriots in terms of them having to make the playoffs. Because last year, look, let's just be completely frank. Tom Brady went out and won the whole damn thing, okay? Yeah. And what's Bill Belichick doing? He was sitting at home during the playoffs. And yeah. what did he do? He totally changed his way of thinking, went out and signed every free agent they could Spent possibly find. Money. Yep. And then what do they have? They have... Guys coming back from the COVID reserve list that was that opted out last year, so they have those guys coming back as well. Best offensive line in football. Be- best offensive line in football. Also, last year, let me just like lay this out for everyone, okay? And stay with me here. They were two and one before Cam missed Week Four with COVID. We remember this, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Even though they only missed one game with an injury, New England then lost their next four after that. Things did not go well for Cam Newton after he was out with yep. COVID. Okay. That loss, too, by the way, that two and one, that one loss for Cam before he got COVID, a five point loss in Seattle. Do you remember how this went down? Cam was stuffed in the final play of the game at the one yard yep. line. I mean, it could have easily swung the other anyway, direction. Yep. And so the Patriots fan base, of course, went nuts, as, as all of us did, because we couldn't believe this was happening to Bill Belichick. But nonetheless, New England then 3-0 and with wins. It would have been Miami, Seattle, and Vegas. Okay? Seattle yep. and Vegas. I'm, I'm sorry. Miami and Seattle both won 10-plus games last year. My point being, this could have easily gone the other way for Cam Newton had he not lost that one game against Seattle. Yep. And I know if, if we're split, we'd all be high. But I'm just saying and, there are things to look yeah. at here in terms of the Patriots. And it's the thing. Like, the Tom Brady uh, effect on the salary cap is gone. So what they did is they went out and they got the best weapons they had. So this is a deep team, right? They, they're basically basically essentially operating on having a rookie quarterback because Cam's only making $3.5 million. And then you know that the, the rookies are slotted and he wasn't a top 10 pick. Mac so Jones. when you think about the type of money that they're spending on, on, on Cam and they are spending on Mac and cheese, you know, they, they, that, that allowed them to go get Judon Hunter Henry because they essentially playing with a rookie quarterback, even though Cam's not a rookie, he's getting paid like less than a rookie at $3.5 million. So now you look at the depth of quality receivers. You think about two tight ends and Henry. Henry and Jonu Smith. You think about being able to make the trade back for Baby Huey, you know, who was arguably one of the best linemen in the game, you know, that they, they went out and got Brown, Troy Brown, um, Tony Brown, Troy Brown from uh, back from, from Oakland, uh, Oakland, geez, from, uh, from Vegas, Vegas, from Vegas to bring him back, to pair him with, to bring him back with Izell Wynn. You already know they got Mason and then Andrews came back from the blood clocks. So now they have one of the best offensive lines, two great offensive tight, tight ends, and a strong, solid run game, and then going out to get Judon to pair back with Hightower, everybody coming back that opted out, of course they're going to be there. So I'm, I'm de- definitely with you with the Patriots. I'm with you too. Trent Brown too, by the way. Trent we, Brown. We got there. We got there. Um, what about teams Hooked that – Hooked on phonics work for me. <laughs> it's okay. You're saying a lot of names. I get it. All right. What about teams that made the playoffs last year that are going to miss this year? And I, I will let you, like, think about it over here because I'm going to – this mm. is – This one's easy for me, and it's going to be the Saints. Like, look, you don't just hang up your cleats as a Hall of Fame quarterback, and then you you say Jameis Winston's is just going to fly in there, and he's going to five thousand. He hungry for wins, and he don't eat the W. Do not do that. I want to eat the W. I want to eat the W. I hate it now. I hated it then. Do not eat the W. Um, Jameis Winston, yes, a former number one overall pick, and I know this year is a make or break year for him. I personally think Taysom Hill gives you the better chance to win, and I don't care who's going to argue with me about it because numbers say that as well. And so I got one for you. What? It's a little bit controversial. That's a fine. That's, so I think Saints Listen, are going to miss the playoffs this okay. year that we're in last year. Who, who do you got? I think uh, that Sierra is going to take her talents from the fish market to another big market because I think that the Seattle Seahawks are not going to make the playoffs. When you think, you know, as long as they can make Chandler Jones happy, I mean, I think the Arizona Cardinals are right there with A.J. Green and Hopkins 
And I think Kyler Murray, who was an MVP candidate for just a brief moment, you know, is going to be able to have the opportunity to really put up big numbers this year because you think about Christian Kurt and all the people that they already had. You add A.J. Green, a former number one pick, and you add that to, you know, the best receiver in the game for me. I think that they just had too much firepower with J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones. You, t- you speak to, spoke about Xavier Collins. You spoke about Booter Baker. You talk about, you know, Isaiah Simmons hopefully living up to what he was supposed to be, the unicorn, the, the linebacker that ran a 4-2, that can be a safety, that can be a linebacker, that can be a pass rusher. And then you add the Rams, who I think are the best team in that division. I think that leaves Seattle on the outside looking in because they're going to get beat up within their division. Okay, Seattle, though, did make some quiet offseason moves in terms of free agency. And yeah. while they didn't bolster their offensive line that I know was a problem last year for Russell Wilson, they, they did Gabe help Jackson. him. Yeah, they, they brought Gabe Jackson in. They did help him in terms of weapons that he can utilize. So, I mean, we'll see. Look, that's NFC that, West that is defense, a scary place. That defense is horrible last yeah, year. And I know bad. they talk about, yeah, they signed, still trying to sign Jamal Adams. But remember, that, that defense was going through a historical – you know, lows as far as everybody putting up points against them. It was it was a legion with no boom for a long time last year. No, it hasn't been the legion of boom in a long time. But, yeah, it, the NFC West, look, the Rams, you think, could win the Super Bowl. Yep. The 49ers, you think, are going to be in the playoffs. The Cardinals are going to be better. And so who does that leave out? The Seattle Seahawks there. I don't know. And when was the last time we saw three teams from one division make the playoffs? I, I don't think ever. It's right. not even possible, but it is, I guess, now. All right. Um, you want to give us a call? Feel free. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Um, let's go to Tim in Kansas City. Go ahead, Tim. Timmy! Hey, Shay, I completely agree with you. Um, the, the, the Saints, to me, are, are the easy pick, you know, because uh, we don't know how long Wentz is going to be out for or how hurt he is. So, well, to me, mean, if you're looking at it right now, uh, I, I, I think it's the Saints. Um, Taysom Hill, clearly, I'll argue with Michael you, Shay, he's not an NFL quarterback on uh, for every consistent down. Michael Thomas is hurt, exactly, you know. Um, Jameis Winston is not mature enough to lead an NFL franchise. So, to me, this whole thing is all going to fall on the shoulders now of Alvin Kamara. And I do not think Alvin Kamara – Uh, he's a great back. He's one of the top backs in the league, but I do not think he is strong enough to just carry that team. Okay, thank Uh, you. Thank you, Tim, in Kansas City. So he makes a good point about the Saints. One I didn't even bring up was the fact that Michael Thomas had surgery in June and likely <laughs> is going to miss some time to start the season. Yeah. So there's another wrinkle to the Saints. I mean, Murray, Murray, Murray's a pretty, Murray's a pretty good running back as well. I mean, they, they, they kind of share share the carries. You know, he's more inside. Alvin Kamara's more of the every every down back. So. You know, but I think it's tough I, to answer, to, to respond a little bit to what he said about Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston did mature because the fact that he decided to go take a, a sabbatical year to go back and, and just kind of and pay cut just to kind of learn and to take a sit back to know that what he was doing wasn't working. I mean, he was a guy that still threw for 5,000 yards under no risky, no bisky. The problem is certain guys you can't say that to, and Jameis Winston was one of them. If he can tr- turn down some of those – you know, those uh, turnovers, he's definitely an elite, you know, pass for the football. Some of them. I mean, he led well, the Well, just half and- of them. Just half, it, was, it, was, it was more the fumbles, too. That I mean, 40 tur- it was 40 turnovers. Yeah, it's like careless with the ball. Very careless. And also, I, I made a mistake, so I want to point it out. There were three teams from one division that made the playoffs. I completely forgot about the AFC North last year. Yeah, it's yeah. very possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But four? No, not yeah, possible. Yeah, but especially especially when you think about the <laughs> NFC South, you think that maybe they can have two teams going in where you think about – Yeah, two is po- – but three is rare. Yeah, yeah, what I'm saying is so if you got two from one division, then right. it, it doesn't allow you to have three Correct. from the other one. from another one. Yes, very yeah. good point. All right, Brandon is in Connecticut. Brandon, what do you got? 
Hey, guys, how are you doing? Thanks for taking the call. Love the show. Uh, my pick, I think he, either the Colts or Tennessee is going to miss the playoffs, I think, uh, with Wentz injury. And I think Tannehill eventually is going to come down to earth. But uh, I think Tua and the Dolphins are, are being overlooked and very underrated. I don't think that defense is going to miss a beat from last year. And I think the uh, Dolphins are going to surprise a lot of people this year. Yeah, yeah, Jalen Jalen Waddle added to that to that already potent. You know, it was a Gasicki at tight end. You got um Devontae Parker on the outside. You know, and they're a very well coached team, right? And you think that defense, as long as they can keep Xavier Howard happy and figure that thing out, you want to have one of the best corner, lockdown corner, ten interceptions. You want to keep him happy. But, you know, I think it's gonna be a battle in that division too. When you think about, you know, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. And I would agree with the Dolphins making the playoffs. Look, coming off a 10-win season last year after averaging just six wins the three seasons prior to that, like this is a Dolphins team that's poised to make the next step, um, and especially to a Tungle-Vailoa. And I know he doesn't have, as you like to call, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, Fitztragic, whatever you want to say, Um, you know, waiting in the wings this year. And maybe that'll help him be able to overcome some adversity. You know what's crazy, though? Like, whatever team Deshaun Watson gets traded to, you know, because we believe that he's not going to be on a, the commissioner's exempt list. He's able to practice, able to play, and you know the the you know the rulings and stuff won't happen to February, so he'll be able to play this season. If you throw him on on the Eagles team, then now that just changes everything because he's worth. You know, in baseball they talk about what what a player's WAR is. He's worth three to four wins. So, I mean, if you put him on a team like that, he changes the dynamic of everything. So, it'll be interesting to see how that saga is going to play out. That's like an underreported story and just where he's going to go and if they're able to figure out where to send him. Yeah, I'm not riding with you on that with the Eagles with three or four more wins with, with Deshaun Watson. Does Deshaun Watson on any team makes that team – like he arguably had the probably the third best season of anybody last year. You know, but it just, you know, if you don't win, those things don't get reported. But you put him there with Rieger and you put him there with, with um, Devonta Smith and then Zach Ertz stays. I mean, he's a guy that can buy time. And you have these two guys that can run. They can outrun coverages. You can double them all you want. But if, if Deshaun Watson is able to, to make those off-schedule plays, he can stretch the football field. So if Deshaun, wherever Deshaun Watson goes, it's going to be is that team's going to be a playoff contender. Okay, we're talking about teams that missed the playoffs last year that perhaps could find their way in this year or vice versa. Teams that were in the playoffs last year that will not be there this year because it is the Hall of Fame game on Thursday and the season starts about a month from now. The phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. Corey's in New York. Corey, what you got? I had a question for you guys. Would you be surprised to see if the Pittsburgh Steelers missed the playoffs and would you be surprised to see if Minnesota Vikings and the Los Angeles Chargers make the next step to make the playoffs? Now that's a good one. That's a good one. You, we asked for one, you gave us four. Um, I think that the Chargers are right there. You think about what they did, and, and they just can't stay healthy. If Derwin James can stay healthy, right, you know on the outside, you know, with, with Kenan Allen and Williams, they have the recipe for success. They just haven't been able to stay healthy. They're one of these snake-bitten organizations that always lose close games. They always have issues with their kicker. And they can't, and they and they have injuries at some of the 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 best positions. You know what I mean? The most important positions. So I'm with you on the Chargers. Maybe taking the next step. The problem is that, that they're going to be playing for the for for a wild card because they have the best team in all of football <laughs> in their division. Yeah. yeah, and you would argue that Vegas needs to te- take a step up this year as well. And so they yeah. have another competitive division in the NFL. Um, also, last year, I mean, you talked about the close loss.
losses. However, the Chargers, one, two, three, four, four down the stretch. They did win. Um, one of those was in overtime. And then obviously you have Justin yeah. Herbert winning Rookie of the Year. And yeah. so you would think that this year they'll be able to get over the hump. I mean, how many games last year were they within a field goal? The it last two just... years, bad management, losing games in the last second. Outside of the Atlanta Falcons, I think the, 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 the team that experienced the most heart, heartbreak was the Chargers, right? And it cost Anthony Lynn his job. He's now in Detroit because of it. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting in that way. But uh, I think you can also pencil the Bears out. I know that hurts your feelings, but if A.A. Ryan is back in the division, then you're assuming that they're only going to get one in the postseason. So that means – Why would you assume that? You could get two. It's A.A. Ryan, and you got QB1 issues, right? They, I think they should go with Fields just off the jump, but they want to stick with QB1. They have to because otherwise people's jobs are going to be on the line if Justin Fields isn't ready. You understand the scenario. Like, you get it. Yeah, but the way to sell hope is with a young quarterback, and you better put that hope out there because if not, if, if the if the red rifle, you know, is, is, is your um, is your hope, you know, then good luck. Look, the Bears usually start out really hot. They usually come out in their first five games. I think their win percentage is much higher than the rest of the season. And so if they can come out in some winnable games too, right out of the gate, outside of the Rams, who they have week one. <laughs> okay, they have the Rams week one. So let me just throw that caveat oh, out there. Just K- but they got Cleveland week three. And? <laughs> okay, okay, Bring okay. Bring on the Browns. You were saying pay Baker. I was not. I was saying pay Lamar. Okay, I'm sorry. Listen, I don't say I always live, pay attention live, to the entire live, show. I mean, geez, I just need you to focus for like one minute. Keyshawn J. Will Zoom is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, and you can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, no contract. All on America's best network, Straight Talk Wireless, 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. So I mentioned the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. Bart, A, what will you be looking for? And B, where will you be watching? Well, I'll be watching that at home, and I'll be looking for, like, those those fights that people don't pay attention to. Cowboys and Steelers, I should throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching, like, you know, one or two. I think the, the Cowboys have somebody going in, too, right? I think they have a receiver going in, I believe. Perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I, yeah so, so both teams have, I think, representatives well, going into the hall. Okay. So, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting, man, because I love to watch the infighting when a team – when a team plays, uh oh. Oh, okay. We gotta go to. Can't wait! Can't wait! Can't, can't wait! Wait! No, we, we do that when we have when we have like breaking news. We have breaking news. Do we have breaking news? I don't know, but I do know I do know that free agency starts tonight at six p.m. Eastern. And so, who better to have on this morning than Adrian Wojnarowski? You got Good any bombs for us, You got any bombs for us? I'm thinking we don't have a bomb this early in the morning, but nonetheless, no. uh, free agency is upon us at six p.m. Eastern tonight. Which do you think is okay. going to be the first shoe to fall? Well, I don't know which are going to be the first to fall. I, I think, you know, negotiations and, and talks can begin at 6 p.m. I think certainly Kyle Lowry uh, to the Miami Heat is certainly a, a real scenario that's in play now. Miami has, you know, the assets they're going to need to try to swing a sign-and-trade deal with the Raptors. They don't have the cap space to sign uh, Kyle Lowry, uh, but, you know, they have – uh, some pieces to, to be able to help them get a deal done with Toronto if Toronto wants to facilitate this. And, and I think Kyle Lowry has long been intrigued with the idea of, my, of Miami partnering with his close friend, uh, Jimmy Butler. Mm. Interesting, interesting. So um, what about what, what are some of these uh, off-the-grid type of signings that we potentially can see? Where does Dimwitty play in this free agency? Th- that's going to be an interesting one, and I think Kyle Lowry – uh, is really going to impact the point guard market. I think for you know Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, you know, could they find a way to do a sign and trade 
with Washington. The Wizards have a need for a point guard. They don't have the space to sign Dinwiddie, uh, but certainly if they could get Brooklyn, uh, if there's some assets that Brooklyn might want to take back uh, to do a sign and trade with them, uh, that's certainly one to watch. You know, New Orleans, Dallas are both teams with significant cap space um, you know, that, that are in the point guard market. Uh, but I think Spencer Dinwiddie certainly, you know, he's one of the premium point guards available. And uh, I think you'll see a run on the point guards once. Uh, I think there's a strong belief Chris Paul, Mike Connolly stay with the teams they're with, resign. Uh, if Kyle Lowry ends up in Miami, you know, then you see a run on Spencer Dinwiddie, um, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Derek Rose, perhaps back to New York, and obviously Lonzo Ball. Uh, who's a restricted free agent, who I think there's a lot of strong mutual interest between Lonzo Ball and the Chicago Bulls. And I'm glad that you bring up the Chicago Bulls because I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but I think Zach Levine, I think the, the, the words or the phrasing was he wants a respectful contract. Is he potentially our next disgruntled star? Well, I think he'd like the Bulls to look at extending his deal, do a renegotiation on it. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. I think, you know, I think for Zach Levine, you know, he's been through a number of coaches uh, and, and non-playoff years in Chicago. I think there's stability there now with Billy Donovan as head coach, with Arturis Karnishevis as their president, Mark Eversley as GM, uh, you know, to really start setting a path here. They brought in Nikola Vucevic at the trade deadline last year, and now they've got to shore up that point guard position. So I think a combination of contract for Zach Levine and and having that in place moving forward, you know, but also, you know, solidifying that roster that, that has been in flux since Karnishevis took over and started to remake, remake their team. Well, the Bulls need to figure some things out. We're talking to Adrian Wojnarowski, our NBA insider here on ESPN. He's joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Woj uh, dropping some bombs for us here before NBA free agency starts at 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. And Woj, the two guys that headlined this class is essentially Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul, two guys that declined their contracts, but now they are expected to stay with their respective teams. And I'm quoting you here. What is expected for these two guys? Well, I think the fact that Kawhi Leonard didn't extend his contract long-term off of that player option, financially, that would have been the move to make him more money. So it suggests that he might do something shorter term if he stays with the Clippers. He could do a one plus one. Essentially, they pay for his rehab next year coming off that ACL. Uh, and obviously, he could look elsewhere if he'd like to. It doesn't seem like there's an obvious destination for him in terms of uh, cap space a team that is of contending status. The Clippers are proceeding. You know, you talk to teams that are dealing with them, agents who are dealing with them. You know, they're proceeding as though, uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard will be out most of the season, if not all of it. You just don't know coming off an ACL, but that they plan to have him moving forward. And that's how uh, they're deal-making right now. Uh, so uh, that's a little murkier. Chris Paul Listen, I think for, for the Suns and he, there's motivation on both sides to get an extension done, get a new deal done uh, with him opting out. They can negotiate that after 6 o'clock tonight. But I think both Chris Paul and the Suns really want this to happen. I expect they'll get a deal done. All right, Adrian Wojnarowski delivering the info to us this morning on the morning of the NBA free agency that starts tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern. Woj, thanks for the insight.
Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you later. You're listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance guests like Woj. Join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Um, coming up next, it's year 18 for Big Ben. So what does one of his former teammates think of Ben's bounce-back year? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Oh, yeah, Hall of Fame game coming up on Thursday. Between Hate this the, song. Between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys. You going to be okay? No, it brings back bad memories. <laughs> it's Stop key- me from going to Super Bowl twice. What <laughs> Keish- Allen fault. I'm sorry, Allen. I forgave you. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Shay and Bart Scott filling in for the dudes this morning. And let's go to that Goodyear Hotline, shall we? Because Allen Fanica, nine-time Pro Bowl guard, Hall of Fame class of 2021. He also has a Super Bowl ring, is an eight-time All-Pro. Must I continue to go on? He joins us right now on this Goodyear Hotline. Good morning to you, Alan, and an early congratulations to you as well. I know this week there's probably a lot going through your mind as you prepare for that Hall of Fame game and an induction into Canton. And so what is this week going to be like for you? Oh, man, it's, uh, I, I hope it's not a blur. That, that's what I hope. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm excited and can't wait to get up there into Canton and to, to be around the guys and be around the fans and, and enjoy the ceremonies. Now, when when he knocked on your door to, to, and you knew what that knock meant, you know, were you surprised or were you like about damn time? Because listen, I don't understand why the guard bias is in within the Hall of Fame, but you should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. So, what were your feelings like when that door knock came? So, first off, they did surprise me. I thought if it was coming, it wasn't going to come till a week closer to the Super Bowl. I didn't think they'd try and dare do anything two weeks out from the Super Bowl and try and keep it a secret. Uh, second, yeah, I, I think uh, I forget exactly what I told David when I opened the door, but I was like, all right, let's do this. Like, I've been waiting, like, let's do it. Uh, so uh, I, I was ready. And, uh, you know, I think you go through it for a couple of years and you, you don't get the knock. You get the, uh, you get the phone call instead. And every year you get a little bit closer to being like, all right, let's go ahead and do this. And um, now I am. 
talking to Alan Fanica right now, former Steelers guard, Hall of Fame class of 2021. He's getting ready for that Hall of you're Fame gonna, game and the induction on th- what on Thursday. You're just going to admit the Jets, too? You're just going to admit it? I know we didn't win a championship, but we went to the AFC Championship. Let it go. Okay. Um, Alan, uh, the speeches are always the highlight in Canton, right, of the Hall of Fame, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So have you finished your speech? Are there holes in it? Is it funny? Like, give us a little preview. <laughs> it, it is finished. Uh, you know, I, I still play around with, uh, with how I'm uh, going to say it, present it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I do practice it a little bit every day. I, I'm excited. Uh, to give it, uh, you know, they, they are shorter this year, which has been a, a bit of a challenge to uh, to get everything in that you want to, to say uh, at this point in uh, your career. So uh, it's been a challenge, but I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Now, who's going to who's going to induct you? Who's I mean, who's going to bring you in? Who's going to bring you up? And what went into that decision? Who did you offend? What, I'm, I'm probably offending you, but I'm, I'm bringing uh, Heinz Ward is bringing me in the, uh, into Canton, and uh, yeah, geez, uh, I couldn't ask for for a better teammate and uh, um, just uh, just an all around man. You know, we, we pushed each other uh, day in and day out out there on the practice field, and, and just had a, a great bond. And uh, I, I'm excited to, to have him uh, present me. So the bus is okay. so the bus is who cried in the car that you didn't pick him to bring you in. So that that would, <laughs> so, so, so that would answer. Yo, uh, out of your historical career, it's all right. out of your historical career, what's one of your defining moments? What's what's one of the moments that you're most proud of in during your career? Oh man, there's there's so much to be proud of. Um, you know, I think when somebody asks that, they always talk about the block to to get Willie Parker free in the, in the Super Bowl uh, being a defining moment. But uh, you know. For me, the defining moments are, are a lot of the little things, man. The the, the bonds and, and the chemistry you you have with, with teammates and, and within teams, and uh, the journeys that you make uh, in, in you know those special seasons and, and how they came about. Uh, those those are the things I look back on, and 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 like you, all former players say, man, you miss the locker room, right? The, the buddies, the guys. The, where else can you? Where else can we play a game as a profession, right? And get the goof off and have fun and just keep that locker room alive and, and that camaraderie. Talking to Alan Fanica right now, former Steelers guard. He's also part of the Hall of Fame class of 2021, Super Bowl champion, nine-time Pro Bowler, eight-time All-Pro. I mean, the list goes on and on as far as his resume goes. And so, Alan, Hall of Fame game is obviously on Thursday, too, prior to the induction ceremony. Um, and a lot of, you know, eyes are on the Steelers this year and what the expectations are in terms of Big Ben coming back. And I know you know this guy really, really well. And so what are your expectations for the Steelers and Big Ben Roethlisberger? You know, I, I think they're going to bounce back. I think it's, it's not going to be an easy bounce back. Uh, you know, whenever you have a year like they had last year, uh, it, it starts to bring a lot of things back into focus and, and you start to specifically work on those those issues that you had. So I, I think they'll make a, a rebound. How big of a rebound? We'll have to wait and see. I know uh, I know Ben is determined to, to do his part and to help lead the team in, in the direction that it needs to go. Uh, the only thing that's left to do is to go out there and do it on the field, I think. I, I got a two-part question, right? To me, the, 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 the greatest rivalry in maybe all the sports is like the Ravens and the Steelers because mm-hmm. we're built in each other's image, right? So – 
I always wanted to know, like, what was the scouting report, right? Like on the other, you know, and and the reason why I tell people this is because the difference between that and when we were with the Jets and versus the Patriots is it was a physical consequence to be paid, right? Like you didn't know if it if, if you were going to make it out alive in those games, mm-hmm. and you definitely knew the next week it was no pads for the rest of the week because you physically couldn't even raise your your arms. But what was the scouting report on me as a teammate, but also as a as an opponent? Was it just to shut me up? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie though. Yeah, that part that was part of it, but uh, but but it was part of it. Part of shutting you up was was to stop you on the field, right? Like, don't let Bart get going, right? Let's not, because basically, if you were if you were if you were John, things were going good for you, and that was not going good for us. So uh, that you know, in in a subtle way, that was the uh, the intent was to to keep you quiet. Because if we could keep you quiet, then we were doing what we needed to do. Alan, really quick before we let you go here, I know you're partnering partnering with a pharmaceutical company called SK Life Science to launch steps towards zero movement to inspire the epilepsy community and educate them about steps they can take today towards zero seizures and optimal treatment goals and things of that nature for people with epilepsy. Can you tell me a little bit more about this? Yeah, so, you know, epilepsy is, is near and dear to my heart. I have epilepsy. My daughter has a rare case of epilepsy. Uh, so, um, you know, when they came to me with this, it, it seemed like a great idea We're we're trying to engage the, the epilepsy community to, to rethink their treatment plans and, and find what zero means to them. And, and zero is, is a journey to, to get closer to it, right? Not everybody with epilepsy can get to zero, but things can get better. Things can improve. Sometimes you go very long times in your plan without seeing your doctor and, uh, and rethinking things and, uh, seeing what's new and and how to how to engage those those avenues for with uh, uh, searching with your doctors and going through those plans. So uh, we're we're trying to engage and, and get the the community fired up to get out there and, and go to stepstowardszero.com to find out more information. But uh, as well, if if you hashtag steps towards zero and uh, tell your story. Uh, SK Life Science is going to donate $1 to the Epilepsy Foundation. So that's another way to, to engage the community and help out at the same time. But we're really excited about getting everybody uh, going and pumped and talking about it. Because a lot of things with epilepsy is people don't talk about it. And that's a big deal is just to get out there and talk about it and share your story and uh, let people know that they're not alone. Awesome. Great stuff. All right, Alan Fanica, thank you so much for the time this morning. He's a former Steelers guard, and he is part of the Hall of Fame class of 2021. He will be inducted this week, and, and we Jets can't guard. wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> See you, Alan. Thank you for the time this morning. Thanks, guys. See ya. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Yes, don't be a line five guy. This is Caller Roulette. That is the name of the game. The name of the show is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented Shake by Progressive bait. Insurance. Guest join us on the Goodyear Hotline. My name is Shay Cornette. He is Bart Scott. We're not any of those three dudes, but holding it down for him. But but I but I hear that like like you know how they track Santa Claus? Like I hear they're tracking Keyshawn. He's making his way closer to the show. Oh, is he? We got a little app. I think he's over Europe right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to spin the wheel. I always do this. It's all good. <laughs> I wanted to say the line, but I spun the wheel first. Line one. Hi, this is Trevor from San Antonio. Hey. I was just calling regarding uh, NBA free agency, and I was thinking um, Ben Simmons to the Spurs for DeRozan and or Patty Mills for a future pick as well. Ben Simmons ben for Simmons DeRozan. For DeMar DeRozan to the Spurs, I think he said. It's another dude that can't shoot. I understand that. But isn't, he, isn't DeRozan a free agent? Yeah. So how are you going to trade yes, for DeRozan? He He's a free agent. DeMar DeRozan is indeed a free agent. And perhaps he will team up with Kyle Lowry in Miami. I don't know about the Spurs and oh, the 76ers. Uh, yes, they're on the rumor mill a little bit, too. I see you, Shay Shay. <laughs> But uh, Ben Simmons is not going to be in a 76ers jersey next year. I mean, that's all but obvious. But where is he going to go? I, know. I don't know. They better stop acting like this dude, Wilt Chamberlain or James Harden or anybody that can. That, that's a complete player. I know he's great defensively, but you're not getting a James Harden tragedy. James Harden's a former MVP. I mean, seriously. Like, this dude's what been are we doing? Up, this dude's been putting on buckets and putting a team on, it, on his back by himself. For like seven seasons, I mean, like, oh, nah, come I, on. Yeah, what are we doing? I mean, no, no, know, know who you are. Yeah, exactly. It's silly. Spin the wheel. Line two. Mm. Line two, are you there? Hello. Hello. This is Dion from Tallahassee, Florida. Okay. Hi, Dion. What do you got? Um, I just want to talk about the championship is already put together with LeBron, Westbrook, and Davis. None of this matters today. How? You think it's already put together? Like, what happens if Anthony Davis gets injured again? Then now you got the Brody and you got and you got LeBron and, you know, he can't shoot. I mean, you still have the teams out there, you know, Brooklyn. I mean, Brooklyn all together. I, would you take them over Brooklyn? Because Brooklyn's going to have a, enough flexibility to be able to get that fourth and fifth star, right? They're trying to get by, by – you know, they have Joe Harris. They can maybe do a sign and trade and bring back Dinwiddie. They have the flexibility to bring more people – it looks like the, the Lakers are, are, are hamstrung with, like, those three and a bunch of bumps well, uh, or has been. Maybe that is why the Nets are still the favorite to win the championship next year. And, listen, if Joe Harris can actually shoot in the playoffs, like, things could have gone maybe different, even with some of your stars hurt yeah. for the Nets. Yeah, I don't give Joe Harris a chance. I go get somebody else. I go bring a guy like J.J. Reddick in or somebody else. Sharpshooter. Yeah, straight sharpshooter because he didn't show up. You know, I need a guy that got a slow, yeah, a fair. slow pulse. Fair. Somebody that's going to show up. It's not somebody that can be a front runner and only perform when there's not no chips on the line. Yeah, fair enough. All right, let's spin the wheel again. Uh, before I go to the line, real quick, if you want to give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're playing Caller Roulette. Line three. Uh, yes, my name is Robert. I'm from Savannah, Georgia. Okay. And I just have one question for you, and I'll get off the line. Why don't the Indianapolis coach go ahead and take Jimmy Grappler off the 49ers hand and let Trey Lance get started and take us to the promised land? What did you say your name was, sir? What did he say his name was? He hung up on us. He hung up on us. Damn! Me. I, I mean, why would they give up well, Jimmy G? I, I want to throw every paper in front of me. What do we Robert. Robert! 
What are we doing? Jimmy Garoppolo was just in the Super Bowl two years ago. And now you want to go bring in, no offense, Trey Lance, who barely is, I mean, yeah, that, what? You can't, you can't leave your roster, Baron, you know, knowing that, you know, Jimmy G, when he plays, is, is, is effective. He's only lost, I believe, like six games out of all the games that he started as a 49er. You know, you, you, know, you, you don't give up and, and do Indianapolis a favor. And then what the hell can they give you? They already gave up their first-round draft pick to, to Philadelphia. You know, so what are you going to get in return? Nothing. Okay. Over the past two seasons, Jimmy Garoppolo ranks fourth in yards per pass attempt. He's missed some time, 10 games, but that's still ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a scrub. The 49ers are a more conservative passing team. They're not going to, like, do what the Chiefs do and have him running all over the place. But if he can stay healthy, this 49ers team, if the entire roster can manage to somehow stay healthy. Yeah, last time he's a full-time starter, they went to the Super Bowl. Hello! And And you could argue he was one play away from winning the game. Yeah, one bad throw. And what what happens, why would you, you, if you're Indianapolis, bring in a guy that's that's been hurt (laughs) to replace a guy that's been hurt? Why would you do that? Robert, come on. You're killing me, Pete. It's too early for this. Robert. And also, we don't even know what's going on with Carson Wentz yet. Like, we don't even know what the trajectory is. He could very – I mean, this is still training camp. It's not like we're full on in the season at this point. He has a month plus to recover and hopefully make his way back to the football field. It's not like this is – I mean, yes, the Hall of Fame game is on Thursday, but the regular season isn't starting Thursday. We need to cleanse our palate. Let's go to another call. We need to cleanse our palate. All right. I don't know that we have another call, do we? Back to line one. Do we have another call? Perhaps. There we go. Line one. What do you got? Hey, my name is Marcus. I'm from California, but I I stay in West Virginia now. Okay. Uh, I want to holler at you, Shay. Good morning. Good morning. And Bart, my my main buddy. I I want to piggyback on what he said the other day. Uh, I'm I'm a little worried about Westbrook coming to the Lakers too. I mean, Westbrook is an excellent talent, but I don't know if that's going to work. If it does, more power to him. And Anthony Davis, he's so accident prone. I don't think he had a uh, had a healthy season since he's been in the league. I love him though, so more power to him. Hope it works. Yeah, so- I mean to that point, man. I mean Westbrook concerns you because remember when the Lakers played him a couple of years ago? All they did was sag off and dare him to shoot, and he couldn't beat him. So we know what the scouting report is. So that means he's going to try and be you know dribbling and dishing. You know what he can do is really take a lot of the pressure off of LeBron from having to bring the ball up the court all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kind of give him a spell. We saw that happen with Rondo, who wasn't a great shooter, but at least Rondo learned how to shoot. He uh, I don't know if Westbrook if the Brody can be fixed. I mean, he's played with Durant, Harden, Paul George, Bradley Beal. The list goes on of the superstars that he has played with. It's not like he's not accustomed to that. All right, it has been fun. For Bart Scott, my name is Shay Cornette. We will be back here I, I in will. these seats tomorrow. I'm so make sure you set your alarm. I'm Don't forget. Schedule. And I want you rolling in here on sure hey, where Evan, you need man. to be. I'll, I'll try, bro. We'll I be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides.
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.